We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Kits and Wagers. I am Adam Zedroik, joined with Chris Owen. We are both writers at Roto-Wire. Chris, how you doing? And again, well, I, got, I can see you have a Liverpool jersey on, so uh, tell us about the jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm doing well. Uh, just getting ready for the weekend here. Um, I've got absolutely no plans, so I'm just going to you know consume a lot of soccer and uh, a lot of probably uh, National Football League later. Um my kid here is, uh, I think it's from two seasons ago, uh, uh, Virgil van Dyke. Um, just, uh, got, you know, one of those you, you get at the end of the season that are on sale. And I think it's right after the, they won the Champions League, obviously. Virg played a big role, so I couldn't say no to it. And uh, now it's, uh, it's, it's in the rotation, that's for sure. Definitely, yeah, now that he's healthy again. Hopefully that's not a jinx. Hopefully, I don't know if that's the first time you've worn that. And uh... It's... I've, I've been wearing it in my men's league the last couple of weeks. Okay, okay. Right, so it actually plays well. And I haven't personally gotten injured, so I'm pretty stoked about that. But uh, <laughs> That's if good. Inverges, That's good you know, come along, he's coming along nicely. So, uh, you know, uh, hopefully no jinx. And, and, you know, hopefully, especially now that you mentioned it, no jinx. <laughs> what do you, yeah, what got, do you got going on for your kit? I got a Vodafone, oh. Manchester United. So I, I don't know what year. This is probably early 2000s, uh, early, I don't know, 2002, maybe 2004. It's pretty old. I don't know. My dad got it when he was traveling for work in, in Europe back in the day. And, uh, you know, it's just hung around in my closet and pull it out once in a while here and there. And I'm not a Manchester United fan. I'll say that. But, you know, whatever. I mean, but- it's a. It's a cool old Vodafone jersey. So yeah, the, the Vodafone kit is like very like David Beck's may, maybe wore that like uh, Cristiano yeah. in his very early days with Manchester. Um, but yeah, yeah that's I feel a, like they had they had it for a few years. I don't I want to say yeah. Berbatov, but Berbatov was probably after that. But yeah, I think Burbs was maybe slightly after. I just remember like you know starting to watch the Premier League around then and and being like, oh, I want that. That was right in the middle of like. Who, who are you going to support, you know, Liverpool or Manchester United, all these players, you know, I just like players at the time. And they had that, they had that kit. So that's a, that's a pretty uh, OG kit. Yeah. All right. So let's recap here. So game week five, we actually both uh, came away victorious. 
Uh, Chris had Watford to win at plus 240 on the road. I took uh, Chelsea, or no, not Chelsea, uh, Aston Villa and Everton over two and a half. I luckily hit that one. Villa won 3 0. So, yeah, just taking a look at what happened. I know you uh, wanted to touch on just over unders for a little bit. Um, just have, they've kind of been a little harder to project. Um, I mean, I know we were talking about the under on the Spurs Chelsea last week, and then Chelsea, they got the, uh, I believe it was stoppage time. They got that third goal in stoppage time. But yeah, it's been kind of hit or miss in terms of, you know, what goals actually have matches and what goals or what matches don't have goals. Yeah. I think my process was okay when I, when I look back on predict, I'm trying to think about some of those over under um, bets. We had Leeds, Newcastle. I, I, t- I discussed uh, looking at some of the overs last week and, you know, the, those two teams had combined to, uh, you know, they were bottom of the table in terms of goals conceded. They ended up, that was at one, one, I believe. And then uh, I discussed Tottenham Chelsea and thinking about betting the like under one and a half under, under two and a half. And that match obviously ended up in a, a little bit of a bloodbath uh, where Chelsea won three nil. So um, the unders and overs have been pretty volatile and, and tough to predict. So I think uh, this week when we get into more of our best bets, I, I may uh, steer away from there just due to the lack of success recently. Yeah. Just to the, one of the, uh, I guess one thing I wanted to touch on, we got, so we got midweek matches. We got a bunch of cup matches and probably throughout the show, we'll probably have to mention, you know, what happened in some of those games. Uh, There's definitely some injuries that occurred, but like, as we saw last week, uh, just weird things can happen Uh, for Everton. I was saying I got lucky with that over bet because it wasn't known until Saturday morning that Richarlison, Richarlison, Seamus Coleman, and uh, Pickford were all out and apparently they're out for two to three weeks now so I mean I I didn't like the over two and a half goals as much and Villa kind of kind of helped that one for me and got three themselves but uh, just stuff like that is kind of if if you're looking at a game that you don't think the odds are going to change maybe just wait until these lineups come out because uh, just even with COVID and everything, uh, it's just kind of, it's just kind of hard to, to know like if the exact starting 11s that are coming out. And obviously starting 11s are, you know, the most important thing when betting, because, you know, if the best guys aren't playing, then that's going to change a few things. So that's a, that's a little bit like uh, Jack Harrison missing out Friday. I think that came out like, you know, minutes before kickoff and, I, I had him somewhere in like FPL or fan tracks or something like that. And I mean, Jack Harrison's a quality player, but it's like, you know, that could play a big role in what happens in that match, but exactly right. You know, it's, it's so much unpredictability with it. And, you know, especially if you feel confident and luckily the Everton overhit. So, um, you know, kudos to you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll say it was a little lucky. We'll get it. <laughs> we'll get that. We all uh, so, yeah, just looking at game week six here. If you're watching on YouTube, we got the screen pulled up. Um, we got a weird schedule here. Uh, Saturday, the two early matches at the same time, which doesn't happen often already. And then you got uh, Chelsea hosting Manchester United, Manchester United hosting Aston Villa. A couple interesting things there. Uh, so, what do you want to look at here first off? Yeah. 
Um, for, first of all, I, it's weird they put Manchester City Chelsea at that uh, that I mean seven thirty Eastern four thirty a.m. for those those <laughs> of us out here in Seattle. Um, so that's you know that's a probably only going to get up for the second second half if at all. Um, and then Manchester Aston Villa is another big one too, and that's also the early match. I feel like they could have swapped Liverpool Brentford for in that time slot, but uh, that's just a qualm I have. A couple considerations I think is. Uh, let me just take a look at the old notes here. I actually kind of steer away from those two for those first two games, but uh, Chelsea actually Chelsea is actually my best bet, and I can get into that no. shortly. Spoiler. But uh, the, the truth comes out. Um, Chelsea's <laughs> my best bet. Um, so I guess I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw hop into a couple of other considerations first before I, I kind of outline that. But um, yeah, so there's a couple things that I, I kind of liked, but I don't have enough confidence in to call it my best bet quite yet. But um, Norwich uh, is plus 285 to draw um, and plus two, plus 550 to win. I know we saw that they they haven't won a Premier League or they, they've literally lost the, the last 15 matches in the Premier League. So something to consider, but they are playing Everton. And as you mentioned, Everton are without like, are going to be without some really key players and uh, specifically some of their key attackers like Richarlison, uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, and then Seamus Coleman and a couple other people. So it's like, if there's any time to think about Norwich, it's, it's this weekend. Um, and plus 285 to draw, you know, the, those are great odds. And then even plus 550 to win, uh, a little bit more daunting because of uh, because of their recent track record of losing 15, you know, 15 straight matches. So, yeah, it's not good. Yeah, not at not all. Not a good record. <laughs> no. I, it's, it's something I wrote about. I've got yeah. an article at rotowire.com. I did write about it. I like it. Uh, just again, talking about the midweek matches, like I think Everton actually played more first team players than Norwich did in their loss to Liverpool, like Everton, uh, Townsend, I know went a full 90, uh, Lucas Dina, he actually got hurt. So it's yeah. also something to keep an eye out for. So even though Everton are the bigger team and, you know, they've been playing better, uh, these injuries are definitely coming up for them. And I think, uh, Norwich actually may have a, I don't want, uh, I was going to say it may have a slight advantage. I'm not going to go that far, but uh, I do definitely like them. Even if you took them at, uh, I think, plus plus one goal, you can actually get around even odds. So even if they lost by one goal, you're still walking away with uh, with your money back. So, um, so yeah. it's... And, and noteworthy, Everton actually lost that game too. They played oh, a lot yeah, of and, uh, PKs. They yeah, they lost a QPR. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kind of moving along here, <laughs> I talked about the how difficult it was last week with the over unders, but uh, Leeds West Ham is minus one sixty, um, over two and a half goals, which is not too bad. Could bring back a little bit, and then uh, over three and a half goals, which uh, less confident in, is plus one fifty. But specifically, I'll step in here. Patrick Bamford was declared out this morning, so oh, that changes your uh, thoughts on anything. Hmm. I did not see that. Um, it definitely, definitely uh, switches it up a little bit. But both teams have scored a ton of goals, and uh, just you know, keep it in mind. And then uh, even more so now than I guess uh, I saw last night. It was uh, West Ham plus one forty. Uh, Leeds have not. Yeah, yeah. Leeds have not been good, and you know they're winless in the last five matches. West Ham are undefeated in their last five away matches in the Premier League. 
And so if you don't like the plus 140 and, and what it, I don't know if we've got it up right now, but um, I saw plus three plus uh, plus 375 for a draw. So something to consider there. Um, I'm just going to pull up and see if we can get those updated odds real quick. I got leads at plus. Yeah. It's still West Ham plus 140 and then the draw is plus 280. Yeah. So the odds yeah, are- I think the numbers have changed since that Bamford news came out. I yeah. think West Ham maybe opened uh, plus 145 to win. So they've definitely gone down. Okay. Uh, it's, it's also something I'm be looking at in my best bet. So uh, okay. we'll dive into uh, my yeah. reasons on that a little later. Cool, cool. So yeah, and then uh, another one that's interesting is the London Derby, which is Tottenham Arsenal. That's happening, I believe, Sunday. Uh, I like Tottenham to win that plus two fifteen. They are just as as I've uh, maybe gone a little bit hard on Arsenal here over the past to begin the season, but Tottenham's just a better side right now. Um, Arsenal are playing better. I like uh, Nuno's ability to organize Tottenham um, against Arsenal. Um, so that's that's one one thing that I consider, and I I like that at uh, plus two fifteen. And then one other consideration before I get to my best bet, and I I kind of found these as I was tinkering around last night. But uh, Mohamed Salah, you can get Mohamed Salah odds plus one thirty to score in Liverpool wins. So that means Liverpool beats Brentford, and Mohamed Salah scores at plus one thirty. Salah has scored in four of five Premier League matches and, and one of their Champions League matches. He's been, you know, really good and um, doesn't, he, you know, didn't play in the midweek, which was uh, always a good sign for, you know, guys who are going to have to probably play uh, uh, Saturday and then in the Champions League on Tuesday. So you can get that at plus 130. Again, that's solid to score in Liverpool to win. And then another similar uh, bet that's related to that is solid to score with his left foot. And that's at plus 120. Uh, Mo Salah <laughs> scores with his left foot most of the time. Um, I, I would love to pull up the numbers on that, but I got to believe it's like 75% of the time. And yeah, then I'd, uh, I'd go that high. Uh, yeah. One thing, I guess, uh, just looking at, we were talking before the show. Uh, so we've noticed, uh, I've definitely, it's always been something I saw that I just never pointed out, but it's just, uh, even with the bet you're talking about for at DraftKings, they had a, they, they provided the parlay for you. They provided Liverpool to win and Salah to score, and they gave that out for plus 130. So if you went in and did the actual sing, the single-game parlay yourself, combine the Liverpool at minus 210 to win with Salah to score at plus 100, it, came out, it comes out at plus 115. Uh, so it's just uh, something to consider when you're, when you're betting these things uh, online and for all these – all these sports books that, you know, they haven't had uh, betting for like very long. <laughs> like it's not DraftKings and FanDuel and I mean, wherever, wherever you're, you're putting money down, uh, they really haven't had soccer betting for all that long in the States here, if that's where you're watching from. So the odds are going to be, you're going to find advantages here and there. Uh, another thing I mentioned in my article, so there, you can also get different odds for, so if you want to bet uh, win or draw or draw no bet. So win or draw is plus half a goal, and then draw no bet is considered a pick em. It just looks like a PK. Uh, so instead of actually taking when it says double chance or taking win or draw or taking draw no bet, you can actually you can get better odds. From what I've seen, uh, the places I've been using, uh, just to bet plus half a goal or pick em. Um, it's just something that kind of, 
it seems like a flaw in the sports books, uh, but it's definitely something you could benefit benefit from. So just a little tidbit there for for anyone looking to get you know a couple extra bucks. Yeah, it's a really good shout, especially when you're considering you know it could be plus one thirty or plus one fifteen. You know, a little extra money in your pocket if you're making the same bet, just to be smart and strategic about it. Yeah, yeah. Right. So let's hear it. What do you got? Best bet this weekend is Chelsea plus 165 to win. Um, this is the marquee match of the weekend. And as we mentioned, it's it's their early matches for us here in the U.S. But uh, Chelsea, they're playing at home. They've won their last three at Sanford Bridge. And as we've seen over the last couple, probably like last six months or so, they've really got uh, City's number. They've beaten them in three straight competition or three straight matches across all competitions, including the Champions League final. Uh, City are dealing with a number of defensive injuries. Uh, Laporte is uh, questionable. Stones is questionable. And, yeah, they're, uh, Nathan, out, yeah. they're out now. Okay. Yeah, they're out. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, Nathan Ake is going to get another start alongside uh, is Diaz. Yeah, Ruben Diaz, yep. And then Zinchenko. I didn't see if he was out or not, but um, he's dealing with some injuries too. And, um, you know, <laughs> Benjamin Mendy is dealing with a <laughs> unrelated injury, but uh, situation nonetheless. So they could be a little thin at left back. And, uh, you know, Chelsea have looked, you know, just so good to start the season. They're so organized defensively. And uh, they just are coming off that, that win last week where so – I just think that uh, Chelsea can get it done here. They're playing at home. They've been able to really take it to City over the last few matches, and um, I just like them at plus one sixty five to win. Yeah, looking uh, looking at the handy Euroto Warrior uh, sports betting page, you can get Chelsea to win at plus one seventy five at Bet MGM. So there you go. You get a few more bucks there for the straight money line bet. But yeah, no, I uh, I wrote about take, taking Chelsea. My article, uh, I. Personally took the pick on, but I mean, yeah, that just that's just a little safer, I guess you could say. Uh, otherwise, it it only makes sense. Like they've won the past three matchups between these teams. Uh, the big thing I uh, I think for Manchester City is that uh, so Kevin De Bruyne and Phil Foden they both went full nineties midweek, and what we're guessing at Rotowire is that De Bruyne is not going to start. Uh, he's been dealing with this ankle injury for pretty much since the, since the Euros and he really hasn't been, uh, been a hundred percent and he's, you're not to, to get someone back to hundred percent from a constant ankle injury. You're not going to give a guy two starts in in the matter of four days. So I think, uh, obviously Manchester city have been playing well without De Bruyne, but, uh, they're going to be starting, uh, well, I guess Rodrigo, he also has, is, is questionable with the uh, issue of his own, but we're looking at uh, Bernardo Silva, uh, Gunduan, and uh, Rodri in, this, in the midfield there for Manchester City. But definitely uh, the odds don't really make sense, though. Uh, yeah. I Both think teams. overall just Manchester, Manchester City just gets, gets more love than other teams uh, for some reason. Uh, it was numerous times last season I, I took – the opposing team against Manchester City just because for some reason Manchester City was just assumed to be, you know, hands down best team every matchup. But I think the one of the main reasons they're, you know, they've been so good these last few years is they always beat up on the terrible teams. They don't, for the most part, they don't lose points to terrible teams. But when you got other teams like Liverpool, Manchester United, 
Chelsea, these other teams who are, you know, better at the top of their game right now, uh, it, it kind of doesn't make sense to see even odds when Chelsea are playing at home. Right. So, sidebar, I'm, you know, my <laughs> FPL team would love to see Kevin De Bruyne get back in the lineup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of people are, are waiting for it to happen, but yeah. uh, Metro City's upcoming schedule. Uh, let me just run through it quickly here. Like I said, they got this game. They're at Chelsea. They're at PSG, and then they're at Liverpool. So they're basically they're not going to be starting all their top guys all of these matches. You know, Pep Guardiola, he kind of doesn't really care about who they play. He's gonna he's gonna be rotating. It's called Pep Roulette for a reason. And you combine that with uh they have two healthy center backs, and like you said, they're they're down to more or less two healthy fullbacks. They got Jao Cancelo and Kyle Walker. I'm sure they got tons of guys up front and everything, but I think the lack of depth is 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 a concern. Um, you know, they got the high-end guys, and then they got 18-year-olds playing. And sure, the 18-year-olds are good, but at some point, uh, that's not going to be enough. <laughs> and, I mean, you're right. Like, their, their attacking depth is insane. And, and if they were coming up against a team like Norwich City in one of those three matches, we would be discussing this differently. But they're coming yeah. up against Chelsea, Paris Saint-Germain, Liverpool, like three of the three of the best teams in Europe right now. So it's like, you know, that's where really where your depth is tested and where the quality of those backups is tested. So it's not like we think that uh, City don't have that, that like, you know, good players, one through, you know, Surrey and then one behind. Right, them. Right. It's just that they're playing some really quality teams. Yeah, I, I think uh, Nathan Ake could have some trouble uh, with uh, Lukaku here. I know Diaz is probably going to be the guy to, yeah. to mark up Lukaku on Saturday. But uh, Nathan Ake, you know, former Bournemouth player, mm, I, I don't know if he's uh, he's going to be ready for these next few games. Uh, just yeah. he's he's really barely played the, in the past year since joining City. So yeah, but all right, so we got my match here. Right, we discussed it later or earlier. So West Ham, they're currently uh, plus one thirty to win at Leeds, and so I, I'm taking the safe route. The problem is that the the odds, uh, you know, I looked at the odds a couple of days ago and I wrote my article. Uh, they've gotten worse. Uh, so West Ham are a bigger favorite than they were. So Leeds, they have some issues on their back line. And that's kind of the main thing. They've already struggled all season, basically, to defend in anyone. Uh, so midweek, I believe Calvin Phillips played center back, which is pretty relevant. Because And then Jamie Shackleton moved into the 11. He played defensive midfield in Calvin Phillips' his usual position. And, you know, if that happens again, I'm just not, <laughs> I'm just not confident in what uh, Leeds is going to look at. Uh, so West Ham won both these matchups last season. Uh, but the main injury uh, you're looking out for is Luke Ayling. He wasn't mentioned in uh, Bielsa's press conference today. So the thought is that he will be ready and good to go. But even then, uh, these guys have struggled against everyone they played this year. And then West Ham, uh, they're playing well. So uh, Antonio, he was recently suspended, but he actually, they arrested him last uh, midweek uh, yesterday, I believe, or Tuesday. Uh, he was arrested. So, Antonio, their best scorer, he's going to be 100% ready to go. He's going to be rested. And going against that back line, I just I just like West Ham too much to uh, take in this spot here. 
I definitely put something on West Ham to win on the money line there. Um, but the uh, but getting back to my best bet here. So because of the uh, reduced odds, so West Ham pick them. That's minus one twenty five. I'm going to combine that with uh, Manchester United plus half a goal at minus nine hundred, and then that's going to be uh, brought down to plus one hundred. So this is uh, definitely a rookie bet. I'm not gonna. I'm not trying to escape that, but you're getting better odds, and I don't think. Manchester United are going to lose that match. The only way that that doesn't hit Manchester United a half a goal is if they actually lose to Aston Villa. I don't think they're going to lose to Aston Villa. They're home. They got Ronaldo. Uh, Villa are they're playing okay. I'm not going to go crazy about them or anything. But yeah, I just kind of wanted to get the better odds than the minus 125 with West Ham. So I'm going to put that little piece in there like a rookie and then bring that to plus 100. Nice. I like it. Um, anytime you take uh, England's like pivot for their tournament run and put them at center back, AKA Calvin Phillips, it makes you feel a little less confident in what's going on. And, yeah. uh, you know, we've seen that in a few different places. Fabinho at Liverpool, who, you know, is normally the anchor of their back line forced to play center back. Well, obviously they're not going to be quite as good when they're missing the, the guy who, you know, mo- like moves the ball from defense to, to forward. So it's, yeah, I, I like where your head's at with that one. Yeah. If that's, if again, this is also something that depends on when the starting 11 comes out. Like if Kelvin Phillips actually has to play center back and Luke Ayling is out, like I'd definitely be all over West Ham. But again, those odds would probably be at plus 120 at that point, even, even lower because, uh, you know, they got Bamford out, so that's definitely going to push the odds. But, yeah, yeah. so what do we got? Game week six, uh, any more thoughts for, uh, before we head into the weekend here? Um, Not really. I, I mean, Ailing again on that, Ailing played, what, 38 matches for them last week or last season. So without him, that's a big mess. But, uh, yeah, final thoughts is I am excited to do nothing, probably watch a boatload of soccer, watch a boatload of NFL. Um maybe you know get into some some pops and and uh smoke some some chicken or something like that so uh it's gonna be a a big chill weekend for me watching sports sounds like a great time i i forgot to mention you your uh patented weekly uh fade arsenal play uh yeah you got time in there i just want to say i don't agree with that play Um, you like you like uh you like arsenal (laughs) i don't say i don't want to say i like arsenal but Tottenham aren't exactly playing that well at the moment. Uh, they were up 2-0 on Wolverhampton midweek and then uh, gave up two goals. And uh, they still made it out in PKs. But uh, I still think they have some uh, <clears throat> overall issues. I know they're getting healthier with Kane and Son both back. Uh, but I still think they're figuring out their back line right now, even that, even with that nice run to begin the season. I think it's just going to be – it's going to be an ugly match, really. Uh, these – Arsenal's last few games, they kind of, you know, trying to get uh, these one zero wins and they had the free win midweek, but I think it's, I think it'll be, if anything, I might, I might look at the under in that one, try and aim with like a one zero win to either side kind of thing. Yeah. Makes sense. But I definitely think, I definitely think Arsenal, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't, I just said, I definitely think, but I don't want to say I definitely think, but I think Arsenal have the edge just playing at home in this one. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, 
<laughs> been fun to definitely think about uh, about football this uh, weekend, and uh, looking forward to. Hopefully, we're, uh, we're we get back on a heater here, and we're um, you know we're two for two this weekend, and we come back next week and we're discussing our success. Two for two for sure. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, you can find us on the RotoWire Soccer YouTube channel. Please subscribe, uh, like the podcast wherever you listen, and everyone get the. Hopefully those bets end well, and we'll see you next week. Cheers, y'all.